it's all made up it's just a made-up line where like oh, i fit like i threw high it's like well cool like other people didn't and they still had fun it's like you know it, it doesn't nothing matters <laughs> hey guys welcome back to a brand new episode of the christian ultra podcast today's guest is a 2021 through hiker named show pony whom i met on the appalachian trail this year he's here to speak about his through hike other trails that he's hiked and also what he does as a day job and also recently about him moving and you know the whole contemplation on life and stuff also um, i'm gonna play you a brief um, snippet of one of my coaching clients in a second uh, just so you can hear uh, what they've got to say about my online run coaching Hi there, my name's Tom and I'm a client of Christian's. He has helped me run my first 50 miler in October 2020. And again, he helped me run my first 100 miler in May 2021. I finished them both and I was really happy with my times and how I felt throughout the whole thing. And that's a lot of that goes down to him. Uh, he's a great runner, a great coach, and a great human. So if you're looking to run any distance, really, I would get in touch with him. Thank you, Christian. That was Tom. Thank you very much. Tom's got a race, which I've done. I recommended to him uh, next year called Trans Gran Canaria. And uh, it's on the island of Gran Canaria. It's pretty epic. Good luck with that, Tom. Yeah, so uh, guys, if you do enjoy the podcast, please think about subscribing to Patreon to support and help out. Uh, also, you can get help out by giving me a five-star rating on Apple. Okay, uh, on to my conversation with Showpony. Please enjoy. Hey, Showpony, tell me, what made you go after the Appalachian Trail? Yeah, that's a that's a, a good question. I. I think it was just kind of almost like a why not it, like in a weird part it's like laziness uh <laughs> so last like last year you know it was 2020 COVID hit and uh I was trying to kind of looking for something to do after quarantine and I had all my gear everything um like weighed out you know and I started hiking so I did a trail in Minnesota the Superior hiking trail and that like kind of started this itch there wasn't a lot of community there, but it was like a trail that I love and have been on a lot. And I wanted to through hike it. I was like, well, if I'm going to be like alone, I'd rather be alone in the woods. Mm. Uh, and then I came home and that like work was still waiting. And so I kind of, I took to the Colorado trail and that really gave me that. I found a trail family of like, you know, seven, eight people and hiking with them. Two of them had hiked Appalachian trail. And then one of them actually got off for COVID and then got on the Colorado because the Appalachian Trail was kind of they were closed um, just because there's so many town visits and things. Um, so just hiking with them, I was like, you know, what's it like? You know, this, you know, you, you just start, you just start, you know, uh, shooting around and asking and, and they're like, Oh, you could do it. I was like, well, what would I need? They're like, nah, whatever. Like what you got's fine. You'll be miles ahead of other people. Cause I was big, you know, gearhead. And they're like, I was like, is it hard? They're like, nah, like not compared to the Colorado, uh, which was partially a lie, uh, but partially true. It was just kind of like, well, why not? And then it's like, the, the thing that I loved about the Appalachian trail was just, there was no permits really, you know, like the um, smokies are easy to get. And so you can just show up blind and they're like, just show up with three days. The, the honest uh, part that, that um, research I did was like outside of gear and like temperature ratings was like, you know, show up with three days of food to Neil's gap. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and get gut hooks. And it's kind of as easy as that if you want it to be. Yeah. So 
I, I feel like it was kind of like a, like I just don't like I don't like planning outdoor things like that. I like just doing them. So it was just like the adventure of just like just show up. Um, so, so I suppose let's say take the uh, Continental Divide Trail. So that would be the other extra other end of the scale in terms yeah. of I think you'd need to plan more for that because of the range between for example you have to carry water and and there's less resupplies but yeah so pretty much what you're saying is that even though the Appalachian Trail is this 2000 plus mile um journey it's actually um not as daunting as it may seem because you can kind of uh, uh resupply along the way and buy new gear swap things out um yeah. as you go along yeah yeah I mean I I think that I like love gear and like testing things and I, I swapped out almost all my big items like multiple times from gear I had or like even gear I bought it's just it, it just people think about it as this like super long trail and it's just really like a bunch of consecutive like three-day trips with like drinking in between you it's like three days of walking four days of walking like you know you get to drink beer do laundry charge your phone um steal more toilet paper from the bathroom <laughs> and then it, you know like it's it's this like this beautiful epic hike but it's also just like a bunch of short hikes where you just hang out with friends and it's like not it, you don't really I one of the reasons why I didn't like I didn't want to do any research was it worked so well in Colorado I just met people and started chatting and I was like well if I already feel like I know everything you know I did all this research and things it's like I don't know it it would almost it feel like more boring and less of an adventure I'm like wait wait what state's next like I was just like I know there's like 14 of them and you just you just get more information from people that it's just really enjoyable to like hear that firsthand instead of all this time and I also just didn't have time before the trip to to learn no I mean, man I really appreciate that that's such a refreshing way to go about things you know instead of staring at a screen or reading a book um or even listening to two people you know talk on a podcast um you know, actually interacting with people in person who are doing what you want to do and getting advice straight from, I think there's a saying, the horse's mouth, you know, yeah. so, and that's, <laughs> that's an exciting way to do it, you know, also on the fly as well. Um, what, uh, what, what allowed you to kind of take, how long did it take you to complete the AT? Uh, it took me just like a hair under five months. So it took me 150 days. Okay. So what um, is your, uh, career like that uh, what do you do that allowed you kind of to take time yeah. off yeah so i'm a brand ambassador uh whiskey guardian is my title for angels envy bourbon so we they they have um the whiskey guardians all throughout the u.s and we are basically like in we do marketing so we um host events we do whiskey education um you know a lot of like some whiskey companies and stuff have like a celebrity and we have like you know tons of us throughout the the u.s and, and abroad so my job in many i was uh, living in Minneapolis where I'm from is to like go out and do create events and do you know uh, sometimes liquor store tastings but most of the time it's just like working with bartenders and bars and that's where my background was in like um, bartending for for decades and so that took a break like in 2020 that took a huge break and then I was like okay I'm gonna go hiking and then I was like well now how do I do this again and uh, we decided to move to Austin and so it was like, Hey, I'm going to move to Austin. They're like, that's perfect. We need someone in Austin. I was like, but like in like six months and they're like, uh, that would set a really bad precedent. And I was like, that's fair. I'm, I'm still going to do this thing, but like, hopefully I'll have a job. And it's like, you know, we're like 10 99 employees. So like, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just not going to work. And I'm 
feel like good enough at my job where hopefully I can land something and, and stay with that company when I get back. So it was kind of part of it was a gamble, but it was like a calculated, I guess, kind of gamble. Like things like, you know, this year is really slow and it was weird. So it's like felt like a good time to take a break, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you mentioned um, your so your history before the Appalachian Trail was actually the Colorado Trail, which is a pretty tough. Uh, uh, what is that? Five, six hundred miles, 500 miles. Yeah. 500 mile trail with with at elevation as well. You know. Yeah. So it's almost all above like nine, ten thousand feet. Um, I think it's like ninety three thousand feet of elevation. Uh, gain over yeah. 500 miles and that's the majority of it's part of the continental divide yeah. so it, like there's oh, okay. just like very small pieces you join the continental divide hike hike on it and then you and then you dip out as the the cdt keeps going oh that's pretty sweet i like the idea of that um and and then also you mentioned the superior trail yeah so the superior hiking trail is a 310 mile trail in northern minnesota and it follows it's around lake superior yeah so you, you kind of go in through like rolling, like rolling hills and, and bluffs through Minnesota. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then you, you, you have twice, two times you go in and like actually get on, um, on Lake Superior and, and walk it. But it was, it was a trail that I've been, a, I was a camp counselor and, um, and camper when I was a kid up in the Boundary Waters. We have tons of canoeing. And so that was like a trail when I was 13. It was the first hiking trail I ever did. 50 miles over five days, which was like, wow. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that was like, that was to me, was like a huge thing to, to want to through hike that and kind of do it, um, yeah. end to end complete. So is there any other trails, um, or is that like the superior, the Colorado, then the Appalachian? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I really want to go for my triple crown, which is, you know, doing the continental divide and then the Pacific crest. So getting the, the big three in the U S um, there's small ones that like the, the Wonderland trail around Mount Rainier is like a 93 mile loop that I just always researched when I was younger. And that's kind of a bucket list. Um, and then there's other ones that maybe if I like, I don't know, like the Arizona, there, there's some other ones. There's yeah. the, the thing that got me in trouble was uh, there. I think there's a map of like the, all the long trails in the U S and I would just look at it and be like, Hmm. And I was like, Oh, Colorado. And then it was like the, the Centennial trail in South Dakota. It was just smaller. It was just, was like, you start looking at these things and you're like, I wonder how long that would take. And then it just leads you on a you know journey. You're like, Oh, there's an app, you know? I mean, I've, I think I, I've yeah. seen that map and that I, you know, um, the, in, if that was, um, a woman, um, that map would be 10 out of 10 attraction. Like the woman would be 10 out of 10 because <laughs> that I'm, I could just stare at that map and look and then mm, zo- like, and then go in and zoom in a bit. I love maps. I love tr- maps of trails and it's so appealing. So yeah. What order would you do? Uh, would you go like the, um, I think it's usually AT, PCT, CDT. Would you go that way or would you switch those last two rounds? Yeah, most likely. Um, my plan right now is to do the PCT 2023. Mm. So, because I came, I came off trail on the AT and moved immediately to Austin to Texas. So I'm like doing doing another trail in like six seven months. Uh, sounds really daunting and, and a little too much. So my plan, like the way that this the AT happened, it was so nice. It was like life kind of figured a way, and I was able to do it, and it felt uh, natural. Yeah. So if that still kind of works for the Pacific Crest, I'll do that in 2023. Um, and then do the, the CDT. But my plan is to complete the the, the triple crown and, and kind of do those just to experience that. But I'm not also going to like try to, you know, put do it when it doesn't feel right, I guess. So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that there's another another uh, 
break in in life that that you kind of have to make it but also you can kind of feel when it's like the right time to do something like that yeah yeah there may be a balance to the both when you um started on the 80 how soon after you'd done the colorado did you do the appalachian trail and also how soon after the superior did you do the colorado yeah so i uh i did the superior hiking trail in like june 2020 came home and was like cool that felt good but I, the community, like that aspect, I was just like, I, I, that I've heard about, I just like missed, I didn't really get in, in Minnesota. And so it was like five days or something. I like started Googling, uh, long trails without permits. <laughs> and then the Colorado trail popped up and I, and they're like, yes, like we are still like open, you know, like the safety precautions and stuff, um, uh, for 2020. And so I was like, cool. And then I drove out there, uh, you know, slept at um, my godmother's house, like in, in my car and then uh, started. So it was probably like five days from completing the yeah. Superior Trail. I just packed up the same stuff. And again, it was just like checking temperatures, making sure that I wasn't like going in stupid, but I also was like going in really blind to the Colorado Trail. Yeah. And then that, and then after that was the, um, the Centennial Trail right after doing setting the FKT for that with a buddy on the trail. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speak about that. How, what's the distance of the Centennial Trail? So the Centennial Trail goes north, uh, like it's north to south, south north. It's 130 ish, 130, 31 miles uh, in South Dakota. So it goes past like Mount Rushmore up through like Sturgis um, and like Rapid City. So it's on the west part of South Dakota. Beautiful trail it goes through a lot of um, uh, forest and, and state parks. Um, and that was like another one. I was we we're finishing up the Colorado Trails like cool a month like. Ah, that feels good. And one of my buddies was talking about uh, like ultra running and like a lot of, like a lot of his pieces. Um, And he was doing like 24 hour marathons, um, high radar. And he, so we were just talking, I was like, do you want to do this? You know, I was like, it's, I'm kind of on the way home. And so we just were like, yeah, let's do it. We got trail legs. You know, I feel like I've already been hiking like 700, 800 miles this time. So we set off and we got, we could set it. And from like when we started planning to when we got there, the record has been broken like three other times. So it went from like a three day, 130 mile thing that was like, yeah, just like work hard to like, oh, how long do we have to stop in between? And it was, it, you know, it was like 54 hours. Yeah. So we, we beat it. Um, and then the guy that we beat, he, he reclaimed it, which was really cool about a month later. But for that, for that, you know, shining month, we were like, cool, we were the, we got the fastest, fastest known time of the, for the unsupported. Yeah. And just, you know, I mean, just pushing, it's like, I've never done anything like that. And so just kind of knowing it's like, okay, I know that I can like do the longevity of a trail, like the Colorado. And it's like, if you can, it felt like, you know, my friends are saying, if you can do 500 miles, you can do 2000, you know? But to then see like, well, how long can I, how much can I hike in like 24, 30, 54 hours? You know, it's like, it was a different experience. And how so did you really- guys approach it? it? Was like a, was it like an easy, like jog now and again at all? Or did, was it like a fast hike or how did you? Just, just fast hiking. Yeah. Yeah. So we, 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 we got there basically just unloaded our packs from the Colorado trail and we kept his like tent and like a sleeping bag. And so we just had these like very empty backpacks we've been using and just filled it with snacks and just kind of, yeah, we were like, okay, we have to keep walking. Like we, we have to walk fast, but we can't really stop. And so every time we would like stop for water, I'd time it. And I was like, okay, you know, we have to complete this. And we have like six hours of non-hiking time and if, at three miles an hour. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like, it was tracking. And I was, you know, we have the same, the Garmin Phoenix watch. Um, yeah. So it's like tracking everything on that and be like, okay, um, 
So it was, it was mostly just like working backwards of like, how long can we not hike for? So we, we hiked like 50 miles, slept for five hours. And then we did the 75 miles over like the 30 hours left. And, and that, I mean, you get up to bear mountain, which is, you know, it's not that, that hard. It's like a mile hike up this um, beautiful mountain, uh, mountain in South Dakota. And, uh, and it took, probably took us like an hour and a half to get down. Cause like our feet were so blistered and like going down on these rocks, it's like 10 minutes up and like an hour and a half down. Uh, so so that just... second night, did you, uh, did you get any sleep or did you just push through? Well, so we, it was just one night. So we, we hiked, oh, slept, oh, yeah. and then we finished. And so we hiked. Yeah. So we, no, we didn't, we did, we just pushed through just absolutely delirious. Uh, I almost stepped on a rattlesnake and uh, it was like, you know, listen to Harry Potter audiobooks and then getting music <laughs> in and just, I mean, you just absolutely delirious. And then at a point we're both like bonking and, you know, like crack the last uh, like uh, tablet for uh, hydration. And yeah. it was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was hard, but like, it was, fun but i don't know if i would want to like try to reclaim that record you know it's like there's other things i want to try um but it just just knowing you like to push yourself that that hard feels really really cool you know it's like what do you got in you yeah no i mean i've experienced it the most i pushed myself was last year on the southwest coast path you know 630 miles in 10 and a half days um you know it was insane uh and again it's just like rattling it down to how much time can you not well for me i was like running jogging i'm not going to say running at all like it was easy jogging but yeah there's something about pushing yourself really hard that i don't know it's um it's interesting anyway so then after the um centenarial trail then then so how long was the then did you actually step foot on the 80 yeah so that was in like august 2020 and then uh I, I was planning to do a March, uh, March start. Um, and then like vaccines and stuff were coming out. And so that was kind of right at the point where I was eligible. So I postponed my trip. That was really important to just try to see how safe kind of safely I could do this. So I postponed that, um, for like three weeks. So I started April 4th, I started on Easter. Um, and that was like two days after I got my second shot and I was feeling good. And, um, I also was checking weather and, people just got decked. Like it was like such a bad March. <laughs> Everyone yeah. I was talked to and everyone's like, I mean, it rained for like, you know, forever and it was cold. And I was like, all right, this feels, this feels good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I started, I started in April. Yeah. Um, how, how did your body like, uh, like, so, so you finished in, did, was it August the year before yeah. 2020, right? And mm-hmm. then you started in April. So that's a fair bit of, of amount yeah. of time off. Did you, uh, did you gain weight or lose weight during that time? Did you have any post-trail blues kind of, what was that period like for you? Yeah. Well, so after like the centennial, so it was like after, after all that hiking, I was almost a thousand miles. I came back. I was like the thinnest I've ever been. I'm usually like a 215 pound. So it was like 204. And, uh, I had, I'd made the mistake of like keeping the extra trail food around. So I had like a big, I was like big box of M&Ms. And you're like, cool, I'm going to keep doing these things. So you start eating and it's like, like hiking, eating is like, is great. Cause you're constantly eating. So you're built, you're burning this fuel a little bit at a time, yeah. but when you're home, it's like the absolute worst thing you, it's like the worst habit you can do, which is just putting food in your mouth because you're not, do, you don't deserve it. And you're yeah. like, like, yeah. like physically you're not, you're not burning it. So yeah, I like, I got fat. Um, I went to Texas <laughs> to, to check some stuff out and like, 
if you don't know if you've been ever like Austin has like great burger spots, like their regional burger selection of like in and outs and what a burger, like they're fantastic. And then I crashed, uh, well, I was mountain biking and I, I got hurt, um, on one of those stupid little scooters. I, I cracked one of those in half. So I was in a sling, so I couldn't do the things I liked. And I was just like, just gained weight. And that was another part that was like, all right. Um, definitely got, got some of that post-trail depression. Yeah. Um, cause it was like coming back to do it, doing the same things. And everything was like a little worse because it was, you know, 2020. And so that that was also a big part of like, okay, well, like gonna start the AT. So it's all good. Like it's all gonna, you're gonna bounce. It was like a great, like full bounce back, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah. moved out of my house, did all the things, and, and it was like, all right, cool. Like you're gonna, you know, definitely gonna slim down again and like get back in shape. So did did you um shift that weight before you stepped foot on the AT or did that actually happen during you, your initial the start of the AT? Yeah, I no, that was like probably when I started. So like it was funny like moving uh moving out of my house and it was like you know trying on all these pants to see if I would keep them I'm like man none of these pants fit. It's like <laughs> real like I haven't used a butt like a pair worn a pair of jeans in like a year. And so that was like a weird kind of a wake up call. Uh, but yeah, I was probably like 10 pounds, uh, over what I normally like, like weighing. And yeah. so I just, I mean, I did a few little shakedown hikes, but for me, it was more just like making sure like the shorts didn't shave for the underwear was good or, you know, like my, the shoes. So I did like small eight, eight mile, like, like two or three shakedown hikes with my, all my gear. And like, I'd switched and check, I checked all my stuff, but I kind of knew that I could jump in and like my, my body muscle memory. Uh, seems to be pretty strong for like walking, I guess. Yeah. You know, I think we we started, I think did like, like 18 miles out, out the gate and kind of we're pretty consistently like going quick in the beginning at the UT. Did you start with anyone you already knew friends from previous or did you kind of uh, just go there but alone? Yeah. Yeah. I just flew, I flew out alone. Um, yeah. And I, I honestly, I really like it. Cause even like on the Colorado trail, I, I hiked alone, like alone for like the first six days. And then I met my trail family. Um, and so I kind of like realized I, I knew what that was now. And so it was just fun. Like the, the first day I met, uh, I met a guy and we, we hiked for, for quite a while. I think like the first like four or 500 miles. Um, this was on the, on the AT. Yeah? On the AT. Yeah. So it's just, um, and, and it was, uh, it was front seat. So yeah. So I met him and we were both like on the same pace because we were both, like he did the PCT. And so he, we were talking about that and like, we both kind of started at a, a solid pace, which wasn't crazy. It was probably like 18 ish, you know, 18, 19, 20 miles a day, which is like a good pace, but people aren't usually doing that so early. So we, we ended up like going faster than a lot. And so we passed a lot of people um, and, and stayed together for a while. And then I think more, and then later on, it's just kind of, everyone's just hitting the same pace. So it's like, it's a lot easier to, you see the same people and do the same things. Yeah, um, and yeah. and like slow down too. <laughs> did you uh, did you feel like that you got a, a tramley on the AT as well? Did you? Yeah, yeah. But there was I mean, there was multiple ones. It feel it feels like uh, like college, like you know, like college, where it's like okay, these are my like my freshman boys, and so I, you know, met met a some like a group of dudes, and we like hung out and hiked, and probably hiked the first all through like mid like to the early Virginia, uh, and that was great. And then it was like cool. Like you guys want to take a zero. So then like, I'll split off and like, cool, I'll catch up with you. And then you don't see them for a while. Um, I caught up with them, you know, months later. And then you just like, I, I love that kind of like swapping. And um, my buddy time warp, uh, he, I met him on the Colorado trail um, and he was hiking with his sister 
And he was just, and when he did the AT, he's like, this is what I did. He's like, I hiked really fast in the beginning and I got to know everyone. And then I just slowed down and did whatever I want. And I knew everyone on trail. And he's like, he's like, when I got hurt, I hiked with this like eight mile a day crew. When I was feeling like feisty, he's like, I hiked with these fast, you know, this fast group. So it's just, I kind of took that to heart. It was like, yeah, you just get to know everyone, like hike through, make friends. Cause then it's so long, you know, what's second semester, what's third semester where you end up meeting them again. And, um, so just, it, it felt really nice after a while. You just end up knowing everyone uh, and it's really fun. Yeah, I mean, it was cool. I enjoyed meeting you on trail. In fact, I remember that, um, I forget the name of that, uh, the, the, the mountain, the Appalachian Mountain Club, uh, like hostel kind of. Oh what, yeah, no, that was not, in the whites. What are they called? Uh, that, that was in the white, the whites, the white mountains. Yeah, in the whites, well, yeah. I forget which mount. Yeah, where we we both yeah. got to got to stay in one of those bunkhouses and eat yeah, in the for kitchen. free, and we got all that food as well because it was the <laughs> uh, the girls' like final night. They were, yeah, that like, was uh, so... the crew. <laughs> no, that was um, that was fun. That was uh, j- j- just random little freebies like that kind of make your day. Because I was prepared to actually sleep outside in my tent, uh. and then you were like, actually, we could have a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that- no, that's such a like trail provides where it's like hike. It was like seven o'clock. It's like I'm so tired. Where do I sleep? And they're like, Oh no, actually, you can stay in the bunkhouse. We have dinner. I'm like, Okay, thank you. I came in through the doors and I just saw you standing in the kitchen, surrounded by about six girls, just eating a turkey dinner. And I thought, Hey, what's show pony doing? That looks pretty good. <laughs> and then uh, I ended up in there with you eating the dinner and stuff and other hikers came in. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice community. And I like the way um, you, you don't have to necessarily stick. And some people may just want to stick with two people they know and not yeah. you know, um, leave that group, but everybody's different. Um, did you sustain any injuries um, during the two, the eight Appalachian trail? And if so, what were they? Yeah. The, the only, I, I felt really lucky The in the smoky. So this was like mile 200. Um, my Achilles, I got like Achilles tendonitis in one of my feet. So it was like the tail end of the smokies. I was just limping and, and that, that like it really flared up. And I, I was really scared that that, that like something was going to happen. Um, Cause like every step hurt. Um, so I probably did, it was like a 20, you know, 20 mile day um, finished, get exited the smokies. I was with, um, a group and so we were going to go stay um, with my buddy anchorman at his house in North Carolina. So I was like, I gotta like stay with these guys. And then if I have to like, you know, they have to like leave me, that's fine. But I want to like get, get these zero days and uh, just finally got there relaxed for like two days. It was like, so needed. It was FaceTime with my buddy who was a doctor and uh, I was like, what do I do? And he was like, you know, get some K tape, do this, like stay off it. And I was like, well, but like, you know what I'm doing He's like, so just like get some tape and stretch. And so I would just do these stretches and that really helped. Uh, and I tried to take it easy and then I was able to stay with my group. And, um, that was really the only injury. I mean, uh, I, I, I almost like, I had like almost very few blisters. I, I kind of had my stuff dialed in and I tried some shoe things and those didn't work. And so I kind of stuck with what I knew, which was like the two, the liners and the socks and, um, the toe socks. And so, yeah, so I didn't really have much um like injury like I fell I when I was like running on trail I like fell and got all bloodied up and I got a cold so I had to I stayed in a hotel for a few days when I got a cold in Massachusetts and just kind of waited that out um but no nothing nothing too bad when you said you were running on trail I noticed uh <laughs> when I was with <laughs> some of the dirty bubble now and again you'd see them jogging on the trail mm-hmm. and uh you know they they 
it, you know, they were going to do that for a little bit. Um, and so w- was it that you got so fit eventually you were able to, your pack felt like you just jog or was it just for a, a couple of meters or feet? Yeah, it was just just for it was like less than a mile at a time. It, but it was just it's just kind of fun when you hit those decline. Like I, I always found it was easier to like run downhill than it was to like walk where you just stop and then your knees get hurt. Yeah. Um and you just you put on the right music and it's just like all right, cool, like we're gonna we're gonna go. And uh I'm <laughs> uh it was just it was just always really fun to kind of yeah, when when your pack's like lighter and you got like no food and you're about to go into town, mm-hmm. um your pack weight it just like feels like nothing and it just feels so good to just kind of like cinch everything down and then just kind of rip it for a bit. With um, you not really liking to plan and, and, and be more spontaneous and in the moment, how did you find going into town and then thinking, Oh, well now I've got to buy food for three or four days. Um, Did, did, how did you approach that? Yeah. Well, (laughs) um, so I, I didn't send any packages. The The only packages I had were um, I had like a bunch of shoes, a big feet. So I had a bunch of shoes at home that my mom would send. I went through 10 pairs of shoes, which is insane. Wow. Uh, what shoes were they? Uh, I had Ultra, I Olympus and Timps and mostly those two. And I just blew them out. But they like, it was a thing where it worked until they exploded. And anyone that's like hiked in ultras knows that they just explode. Uh, but it worked. And I, no blisters was like the best. It was like the worked as great as it could until it totally was catastrophic. Um, just before you answer the question yeah. about the food, can I ask you about, so the, um, the Timps and the Olympus, yeah. uh, quite um, extremely different in terms of the cushioning. I yeah. know the Olympus is the maximum cushioning and the Timp is, um, below that was yeah. there a huge difference um with the uh the 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 feeling of the rocks and the cushioning did it make much of a difference with the the different trainers uh it, it felt like the olympus like the cushion did help and they also felt wider too so like the because i would always split i'd split the shoes open on the sides usually like the inner part so i think the temps like my you know just these this big ogre feet like i just end up <laughs> splitting splitting them out but i i like the i thought that they fit they fit well and thought the olympus had a little more room and a little more cushion so it did feel good like going through pennsylvania it's super rocky or even in the like in the whites where you're it's a little more technical like it felt good and i, I would probably just stick with until i can find something that keeps my feet uh does the same thing but don't don't like explode after 200 miles yeah that that's the only downside is that they they're great until they don't work yeah anymore. Yeah. Okay. But it was just, you know, that's like a hard thing. Uh, you know, at one point we we're in Connecticut, I ordered like 10 pairs to REI because it was like a 14th so and they don't stock them and just tried all these shoes. And it's like, none of these feel right. And it's hard to also like commit to something where like, I'm going to be screwed if these shoes don't work. Uh, and I'm like 20 miles in, like, you know, do a 20 mile day. And then you're like, okay, well, I can't return them. Like I'm, so there's a, there's also kind of, that, that was the only thing I feel like you really got to dial in. Mm. Um, well, before your hike is just to, cause I did, I, I used Hoka speed goats and I tried them. I hiked in, I'm like, cool. You know, they, they feel good. Did six, eight, nine mile hikes, but it was like that first like 18 mile day. It just destroyed my feet. And so Neil's gap, they had a pair of temps and I just, it was the only pair of ultras, only pair of 14. So that was like the way I, I switched and tried the temps and, and they worked. Yeah. On trail. Yeah. So sorry. You can answer the question about oh. with the food then. Yeah. Yeah. For re- so for resupply, I just kind of, yeah, I just winged it. So it was kind of like, okay, 
uh, you know, we're going to be three days, like four days. It was generally like whatever group, the group that I was in, we'd kind of figure out when we were going to resupply. And then, but, you know, just be like, you just kind of figure out what's fun about doing it kind of on the fly like that and not sending boxes is you get sick of ever. I mean, you just get sick of eating, which is weird because you get to eat whatever you want, but you just get sick of all the food you can eat. So having the choice and like, you know, seeing like, oh, like the French onion topper from like French's like that stuff is delicious. So like, cool, I'm going to start adding that in the ramen. And like, you can kind of figure out what other people are doing. And you just kind of look over and you're like, that looks good. Like, what's what's that? And they're like, oh, it's like stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy packets. You're like, what? I'm like, I split it. I make two meals out of it. I'm like, yeah. that sounds good. So, the you know, but there was times where uh, like in Pennsylvania, where there's like that lull and that de- kind of depression where we'd, we'd like kind of hanging out drinking and then like show up to a dollar general, like pretty drunk. And I just bought like four days of candy. Uh, Cause I was like, well, I don't need meals. We're just <laughs> snacking. That was awful. That I don't oh, recommend. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know, it kind of goes both ways where it's like, Oh, just like not living in the moment, whatever. Like then you just end up with just candy <laughs> for like four days. Uh, Cause you're like, well, nothing matters. Like it's not like the, this train isn't crazy hard and the weather is like fine. So you're like, you know, wearing stuff, you found a goodwill for fun. And like, there's, there's a good chunk of that, this trip where it's just kind of, like i don't know it's like kind of boring like the at is like it's a cool it's a cool hiking place but like there's a lot of parts that are just like i don't ever want to go back to they're just there's like better hiking (laughs) i feel like a lot of people you meet that have done it they're like yeah it's cool like wouldn't do it again but like the the community like that was cool it's like but how was the trail it was like that was all right (laughs) yeah well i mean it's called the green tunnel isn't it and you came off um the superior trail the Colorado trail yeah. to the green tunnel. So yeah, I mean, except for the whites, you're pretty kind of enclosed yeah. in, 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 uh, with trees and stuff, um, except for here and there. Um, how did you, how did you hold up mentally then during these, um, you know, these times when you found it kind of just monotonous? Yeah. I mean that, that part, it was just kind of just trying to push through what I think that when you, you know, you're outside, the entire time you're like, you're exercising, like you do get this, this rush, you have this good feeling in your body generally. And then it was just, just trying to push for that progress. I think the progress is really addicting where it's just, you're like, okay, I'm here today, but now I'm there. And you just keep hitting these things. And um, that's why they say like the Virginia blues where it's like 500 miles and you don't cross another state for a while. Like you don't get that rush of like progress. So it was, I think for me, it was just trying to, yeah, trying to stay positive, but there's, there was definitely times where like you're just burnt out because it ends it's a it ends up just kind of being a job the job is walking you do it you wake up you know you dig a hole poop in it you eat your food that you're like kind of sick of and then you hike all day and it's fun to like because you have a great times but i think uh there was a few moments where uh doing like some side quests where we like hit this 200 foot waterfall uh and like that just like just woke me up like mentally yeah. i was just like and you know, we, we go down there and there's um a bunch of these college kids that were like hanging out and so we talked to this like uh women's like softball team and we were all just they're talking about hiking and we just like all jumped in and got just soaking wet in the water it just like it felt so good to like meet some people and to just like get and to just like get under a waterfall and just it felt so invigorating yeah. and then it's like cool like all right this is why i'm out here you know so I think that at points getting stuck on those miles, it's like, you can like, like take a break, like take a break from your take a vacation from your vacation. And yeah. so that, that, that part I thought was, and doing something that's not trail related. So it's not like take a day off to, you know, laundry, 
yeah. charge food. It's like take an actual day off. And so when I was like recovering from my cold in Massachusetts, I went to Mass Mocha, the Museum of Contemporary Art. Yeah. And just like hanging out alone. I just felt so good. I, I barely left my hotel and just splurged. And I was like, this feels good. This, this is what my body needs is like something that is not hiking. And then like some, yeah, some like just nourishment by just being alone for a minute. Cause you're like, you're not really, you know, I feel like you just talked to like, I listened to the one with road soda. He's like, you didn't spend a night alone. I think I spent four nights alone. And a lot of the nights were with road soda. Like, and it was great. <laughs> You know, like it, it's just yeah. you just to re like fully recharge, I think is, is really important. Did you have times out there of uh, the opposite of kind of, you know, you, sometimes you got your boring times and a bit of misery, but did you have any just life affirm, affirming moments, um, whether it be by yourself or with people? Yeah. I mean, there was, there's a, there's a lot of them there. Mm. J- just like you, when you kind of like really feel in this moment, I mean, what's what's fun about the trail is that it, it is kind of what you want it to be and there was there was one one day leaving harper's ferry so about the halfway point and it was just like flash flood warnings and it was just like absolutely crazy and um and i was with i was with my friend shoddy or shardy hi and uh we just got like drenched all day and so at a certain point you're like well i'm not even wearing a rain jacket so you're just like sitting there just getting wet walking through like it is unbelievably gorgeous and like because it's different and you're just getting soaked and and we just like hiked all day and just like played like kids because the whole trail was just a waterfall so it was just like you know you're everything's wet you're like this is fine and then we like pull up and i end up seeing like road soda and like his like the whole some of the dirty bubble crew and uh we just start laughing with them and just like keep going it was just it was like so fun to just be out and just to feel like a child um you know, I just like, I just thoroughly enjoyed there's, there's so many moments like that, uh, yeah. where you just experience it. And it's so much better with like friends and with people. Cause you, you share this, you know, this experience and, you know, I feel like, like bartending, like being in the, like, and like working on like a Saturday night with your, your other bartenders, like you, it's, you know, it's like you're in the trenches and it feels like the same hiking. Like these are, you, you form a different bond with these, with these kind of, with these people that, that you spend time with, or it's like, yeah, like I would, you know, not, I know you in this realm and I don't know what you normally wear for clothes or like how you normally present yourself in the world. But like, I know who you are. Like, I know what you're, I know who you are as a person. And I don't think that's like something that, you know, it's just showing your, your true character and like what you can persevere on this trail. So it's, that to me is like the, the most beautiful part of, of this is, you know, is just like being there with the people and experiencing, you know, the, the views and the things. Cause like, otherwise they're like, they're cool. But like doing it with your friends is like beautiful. And that's when you like crack the beer, you know, that's, 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 that's the beauty of the trail, man. <laughs> what, what's, what's the biggest, what was the most hardcore party? Um, that's <laughs> the partying that you did and how, how drunk or how high did you get? Uh, I mean, there, yeah, there's, <laughs> there, there's a few times, uh, you know, where you, you bring out like, God, we went, there was one at uncle Johnny's. It was like one of the, I think it was the first hostel he stayed and it was like kind of figuring out what was happening. You go from like, uh, tacos and margaritas. One of my, one of my buddies was he, we just started drinking and then he ordered a pizza to the Mexican restaurant after his oh, no. meal. And he was just like, <laughs> Yeah. just uh just cracking beers at, at the hostel and everyone's just like throwing beers at you and you know, sh- start shotgunning beers it's just 
there you just kind of get into like a real wild fun night and uh when you got two dudes over six feet trying to share like a little hostel beds where i'm just like kicking him in the like the face and it's like a hundred degrees like you know you just they're like all right then you just end up sleeping outside i'm like just on the floor and uh there's definitely there's a lot of uh, probably some i don't even remember there's, there's yeah. a lot of the, the the partying and the stuff is like it, what's fun is that you kind of earn it and yeah. so you're yeah. like you go 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 and then it's like all right i'm gonna shotgun two beers and i'm gonna have three more and then i'm gonna like eat some food and i'm still gonna i'm gonna wake up and like do my laundry and so just like really getting getting after it because you you earned it i feel like is, is so fun and then you know how you said earlier on how you kind of earn your um food when you're on the trail and you can just graze all day you know five yeah. thousand calories um but if you do that at home you're gonna get fat and then <laughs> and uh you know like when when you're like you say you earn it so you earn the beers you earn the the, the good times do, do you feel that like then after having a like pretty heavy session you get out you're in the green tunnel you've got this fresh mountain air do you think that kind of helps just clear your mind and just um I don't know, reset you. Whereas if you have a great time and then you wake up in your apartment, you hang around your apartment all day. Is, 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 yeah. it, is it easier to overcome the effects of alcohol on the trail? Yeah, it feels like, because to me, it, it still is this like this progress. So you wake up and you're like, I'm a piece of shit. And I'm like, yeah, but then you like hike and you like get out or you, you, just, you still are like, and it's not, it's not that we always have to be productive, but just being out and like just being farther along than where you were. Yeah. It does feel great. And it also, it, it was like, that's part of the, that was part of the experience. And then you're like, all right, we're going to try to, you know, like make it to Massachusetts today or whatever. And it, it feels, it, it is fun. And like one of the, I, some people were like, you know, there's places where it's like drive it, like the drive-in movie where you can like camp out in New York and Warwick and, for me, it was always really fun to be like, yeah, we're going to get there when we get there. So it's like pushing. Um, I really liked just kind of doing a linear A to B and not really trying to skip around on trail um, just personally, because it, it felt like kind of just conceptually like what I wanted to do. So it was fun to try to push for those like, all right, friends are going to be here this day. Like we got to push. And uh, yeah, it really, like it really, I feel like it, it does. It makes you, it makes you feel better. Uh, because you're you know you're doing stuff and you're like it feels productive what um, sleep system did you have because i know you can uh road soda for example his sleep system was no tent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shelters only and friends when needed uh, other people yeah. have hammocks and other people do have tents and they don't um use the shelter so how did you go about things so i started with a with a hammock hammock under quilt and like tarp um, and then I like 500 miles in, um, my buddy was, who had a bivy sack kept, you know, front seat kept poking me about, um, he was like seeing like, what if you like, you drop that weight? And I was like, all right, let's try it. And I bought a bivy sack. And so I used that with the tarp for the majority of the trail. So it was just, um, like a bug net. So it was just, it was, it was a bivy sack, but it was all bug netting. And, um, it was great because I could sleep in the shelters and be bug free, or I could just, you know, I didn't have to set up a tarp if it was if it wasn't going to be um, like weather. And then towards the end, I was getting like rained out and there was a few nights up in, up in the North that like, it just, just, it just didn't work. And mm. uh, the thing about bivy sacks and like tarps is like, you have to have like the good, like if the weather's inclement, like you have to find the best spot and you don't usually find the best spot because you're camped with your buddies. So I switched over to like a one person tarp tent for the last part that I use in Colorado. 
Um, so I, I kind of got all, I kind of did all three and I really enjoyed it. I like the, the hammock was like a dream Darien with, um, the, some hammock gear under quilt and like a 20 degree bag in the beginning. And then I switched to a 40 degree, uh, hammock gear over quilt. And then I switched to a pad. Um, and I, I think that they all worked well. The, um, the hammock was like really comfy and then, but takes a little bit more, I guess, kind of like knowledge and like, like tweaking. Yeah. And, but I think my favorite was the, like the, the tarp and bivy was great because I could just be with my friend, you know, it's like, Oh, is it you know going to be shitty out? Like let's go into the shelter and like, we can all be there. I don't have to be alone in like hammock town. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that part was really fun and just like finding the right pads. But I feel like the hammock is like hammock is the best in a way, but there's, um, then you know if you're sleeping on the ground um figuring out ways to do that well yeah yeah wow man it's like getting all this information and stuff you know it is, like you said it is a job and it's but it, you kind of educate yourself as you go you know and you got to put those miles in um did you um find that you had to what i'm trying to ask is did you feel you wanted to select people to go up a Qatar them with or were you just did you just go up with whoever you were with at the time or did you solo it how did it work for you yeah well so um when I when I when I was like kind of getting to the finish um there there was a some of the group that I was like kind of hiking with for a long time um it worked out well and we kind of made plans to to summit together. And it, it was really just like, okay, you're buying your ticket. Like, all right, I'm going to buy a ticket home. And like, okay, so like have to be done by then set your goals. Um, and then you, like, you just still saw it, saw like more friends, like, um, one friend full circle got bit by a dog, uh, and had to get off trail for like a week. And she yeah. is so fast. And so it was like, all right, never going to like, you know, see her again. And then like, uh, we just saw like her and her partner on trail and it was just like, hell yeah, great. Uh, and we got to, you know, do that. And it was really special. And, um, so, so it, it was, it, you, I, I kind of wasn't really fully planning. I was kind of in this, like, I'm going to go up when I go up, but it was really fun and really important to like, like, well, we're all like, you know, this group, like we're together. So like, let's do it. And so it just worked, it worked really well. And it was really special. It was, um, but it was kind of that mix of like going with the flow, but then you kind of have to start planning and, and, uh, it felt, it felt, you know, it felt natural to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I feel like being up at the top with friends, it was like just unbelievable, you know, it's a bond that you form. It was great. What, what was the coming down? Like, uh, did you take a different trail? Um, and, and how did that feel after the, did it feel like the journey was over now? And uh, what did it feel like coming down from Katahdin? Yeah. So we took, uh, I think it's the East. There, there's another route that's slightly shorter and a lot more steep, um, so we, we, like, what was interesting was like going up, there's like a false summit and then it's like flat and then it kind of hits. And so it was like getting up, we like get really emotional. We are like grooving to music. So it was like, put the music away and it was like, got teary eyed. And then you're like, oh no, 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 that's not it. And then by the time you get up, you're like, see tourists and you see the sign. And then it was just like, oh, okay. I don't know. I, I feel like it was like, all right, cool. There's a sign you like, but, but like coming down and like, I don't know. It feels like you can like take a breath and you can like, you know, it's like undo a button and yeah. just kind of, I, there were, there was moments, it was a really beautiful day and just like seeing, I don't know. You just like, just like seeing so much of Maine and just being like, man, like I did it. Like that feels so good to be like, yes, I like, I did this part. I, it didn't feel like it was it, like kind of over. Cause I was still wearing like the same clothes and I was still with the same people, you know, at, 
Um, so I, I, to me, it, it felt it was much more like kind of reflecting afterwards, like, af like afterwards, um, like full circle, like they, they had a cabin um, and in time crunch, they had a cabin. So they like let, they let us stay. And so there's like four or five of us in this cabin and we watched, we're watching, we watched all the Lord of the Rings. And we're like, this is, this is just a through hiking movie. Like the hobbits are ultralight. They don't even yeah. wear shoes. Uh, and, and just like, just, just goofing on it. It was so fun to just watch that and like decompress yeah. all this emotion and all this like kind of feeling just being, you know, instead of like you touch the sign, you're like Katahdin and then you just fly home and you're away from everyone that yeah. knows your experience. So to me, like being, being around other people right after was like really, really beautiful because then you, come home and you have people that are like, Oh my God, it's this epic thing. And you're like, sometimes you have people that are like, why'd you do that? And you're like, I don't know. It's just kind of a, it's like a weird, uh, you know, people are like what you sleep outside or like, Oh my God, this must be amazing. You're like, well, I still dig a hole to poop in it. But, you know, like it was, it was nice to keep that, keep that energy together and decompress it. And then, and then go off into, you know, real world. <laughs> well i spoke to um in fact just uh yesterday reckless abandoned did you ever meet reckless he's a 66 year old um guy who wants to be on survivor oh i don't think so no he's a, he's a great guy great character i got along well with him but he said he came after the hike he went home and he didn't really decompress he just went straight back into work which is good because it kept he's yeah. busy and he didn't seem upset about it or anything but so yeah i think uh you taking that time with your friends how long did you stay in the cabin for uh, it was like two days oh, okay just we, we, we just like summoned it early it was just like it was like just enough because yeah it was kind of that same like put it like as soon as you get home just like hitting it yeah yeah which I honestly, I feel like I would, I would recommend doing after doing like the Colorado trail and like just sitting on the couch, like that's a vibe for some people. I found like, as soon as I got home, I had, a, I put, I had like a month to move out of my house and move across the country. I had a family vacation. I like, you know, I like, like flew, flew to Austin. I, I was like flying around to see, to see the people. And uh, so that felt really, it just was like, it felt good. I ha I haven't stopped moving since yeah. I got off trail. Uh, so, now, so now you're in Austin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, this is, you're in your part, you got a place now. Yeah. For the next month. So I'm, I'm in here with, with my partner and, uh, she's going to be buying land and like me moving out of into the country. Yeah. And we're both going to probably, I just bought a sprinter van. Uh, so we're going to be living in like an RV and a sprinter van in and out of the city it's gonna be wild you know it was uh i feel like i got the confidence uh after meeting some people that were living in vans to yeah. do it so gonna be doing whiskey and living in a van uh yeah. and then probably out in the country with her um yeah, and yeah. In town. yeah yeah i mean i've done van life pretty much for 10 years myself you know um i don't know if i told you that when we met oh but yeah, I'm just actually selling mine. Um, I just, before we recorded this today, I had the first guy come around to have a look at it. And it's kind of weird showing him around what is a van, but was also my home as well. Yeah. Um, but I'm ready to kind of, yeah, anyway, that's another story. I'm ready to kind of like let go of the attachment of the van and then it'll free me up to be able to come and visit and spend more time in America or go to Asia or go to Australia and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas the van just ties me into Europe, you know what I mean? So, but, um, oh, that's exciting. You, you got an exciting time ahead of you. Um, for sure. Did, so, 
so uh, is there is there anything that I didn't kind of like uh, cover that you wanted to talk about any subjects or anything in particularly because I think it's also nice to touch on you know I mean like you know it's easy for me to ask you questions but you may have things on your mind as well or have you yeah did, did... no I, this I, no this was really fun I to me I, I think the biggest thing that that I'm kind of glad that I, I learned and I and that I understood from like I feel like just being on a, a trail before and talking to other friends is just like it's it's not as kind of like scary as you think if for people that are like thinking about doing it and yeah. you know it just it's just kind of you just gotta you just have to do it you don't have to like like go on YouTube for hours and hours and hours like you can and like everyone does it differently but you know just just going out and just making that commitment because you can buy like Amazon, you can ship stuff, you can do whatever, like just, it's just like getting that comfort of, uh, of kind of knowing like what you want. It's just, it feels so good. And it's so empowering to be like, I don't need that much stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want, I have a very specific taste, but I don't need that much stuff. So but it was, you, are, you know, I met, um, someone on trail and we hung out for a few days. His name's Martin. And uh, we met his friend uh, one of the days and uh, we, we drove into town. We went to some shops, like some outfitters and stuff. And after being on the trail for, I, I forget how long I'd been on the trail, but after being on the trail sometime, I realized I knew exactly what I needed. And it was, you know, just yeah. very specific things like a mini uh, pen knife, you know, the mini, yeah, knife, yeah. you know, to cut cheese or whatever. Um, and uh there were some other items, but it's not until you're actually on trail, you know exactly what you need. So yeah, I think spending too much time trying to research what you need, you may find out that a lot of the stuff you think you need, you don't actually really need it. So the yeah. only way to tell is to get out there for sure. Yeah. It just feels, it feels good. And I think coming from, we, we would do wilderness trips. We, you know, we did like three weeks, like canoeing in Canada. didn't see a soul. Like you have to carry every single thing. We're on the trail. It's like, hey, can I use your nail clippers again? I'm like, yeah, sure. I was like, okay, cool. Like, it's like I never carried nail clippers, but like, there's someone, you know, there's there's a point of like, you don't want to mooch off people, but it's like, you know, if you need, like, you see people every single day. So like, if you, you know, like, if you need something, like, the trail does provide, and it is, you know, it's like I would throw extra food when people like, oh, I don't want to resupply. It's like here, like, like it felt so good to just be a part of this community because everyone is just so wonderful. Like there's a woman I never met who I called in Maine and and she would host hikers. And she's like, are you vaccinated? I was like, yes. She's like, cool. Here's like, here's the code to my door. Come in. I took a shower. I charged. I did laundry. I pet her dog. And like, I left before she even got home. And when another hiker was there too, it was like, who does that? Just like, you just let me into your house. I never met. I never actually saw you. Thank you. were like, just, I mean, people are just so, it's like it feels like we're like rock stars we're like no we're just we're just bumming it but we're doing it like we're walking too <laughs> do you um think that there's any comparison between like the hippies of the 70s going to woodstock and maybe through 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 hikers of today because 
you know, in a way you like dropping out of society for, I mean, they yeah. drop out of society forever. Maybe some of them did this, <laughs> but uh, most of these people went to festivals and, you know, I, I think, is there a comparison there? Would you say with the through hikers and the hippies? I, I could see that. I mean, it's just, it's kind of creating your own, it's creating this, your own community. Yeah. And, um, it seems like for the AT, it's a, uh, it, it, you know, in those trails, it's like a, it's like a moving, like that commune where ever you there is that goal right there there's that goal to like to do these things but like everything is kind of moving together like all of your people um yeah i mean it, you know you just you just kind of you're still in it but you're like doing your own thing and not everyone understands and some people think it's amazing and other people are like why or you know and yeah I, it feels cool what was your favorite hostel on the trail oh um the broken fiddle was in damascus yeah. And that place was just, was just so special. It was, we went there and then went back uh, and kind of hung out there with like trail days. I just really, the, the, the people there um, that were running it are just like so wonderful and just like vibed really well with them. And it was, it was just like a great time to, to be in. Like they, they just, you know, they just cared a lot. And it was just, it was kind of this, like, here's the kitchen. Here's the thing. Like, here's the food you can eat. Don't eat other people's. Like, it was kind of just this like lack, like what, you know, you can sleep here. There's that. And it's like, and now just like, enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Um, and then there was a hostel, hostels of Maine Roadhouse um, that was in Maine. And like that place, it was just this woman, like, like she picked us up there, like very new. And it was just like unbelievably sweet. And they dropped us back off and she, we like stopped. She's like, you got to get the moon pie, this and that. And I was like, well, she, Shadi loves moon pies. It was just like, when you, when you pe people that just like really, really care, it, it's just, it's just really, really cool. Yeah. Because also like, I don't know, I don't want to open a hostel. Like, I don't want to deal with like dirty hikers that have like no money. It's just like, that's a lot to do. And like, we're all like, we're all great, but we're also all kind of shitheads, you know? Like it's, it's just to have that that much like empathy and love for just like all these people that come in is really like really cool sounds like the big thing for you is the people you know the community the the relationships the friendships and the the good times with those and, and i appreciate that and and that's why i contacted you uh, and to say hey come on the podcast because you know you stick out in my mind that we had good times on the trail and yeah. uh, it wasn't even that long but still i just remember i think it was um just before uh there's that i think it's after the whites there's that um yeah we sat down at the end of the table opposite each other and i think uh we're drinking some dr pepper or you drank you were drinking dr pepper and i copied you and it tasted so good you know so sugary and stuff yeah, and then I swapped out my Don Tough socks there. So, <laughs> was oh, it was fun. I love, I love, man, I love meeting you and hanging out. And I, and like after, I wanted to run into you again because I was like going through your podcast because I was like, cool, you know, here's some people I like, some of these ultra runners I know, and then other people I didn't. It was so fun to meet you and then to like listen to you interview these people yeah. and also to just be to like kind of jump a little more like mentally into that world of people that are like, you know, doing these, these crazy ultras and things like, it's just, it just was so interesting uh, to see. And it was like, I think one natural offshoot of like hiking to then like, well, and that's like, you could do this now. What if you just had no obstacles, but yourself, you know? And yeah. uh, it was really fun to like, to listen to your, listen to your, your stuff. You have a great, like the podcast was great. It was really fun to like, listen to that on trail. 
Oh, um, I, I really appreciate that. And it always surprises me when people say, oh, I listen to your podcast. Like, yeah. oh, thanks. <laughs> you yeah, people listen. We, it's good. It's, it's like really, it's really fun, especially when you start hearing people. Like I, I read David uh, Goggin's book about just him just being superhuman or whatever. And, and then I like, you know, I remember like talking to you about um, one of the, the like 135, one of those ultras, um, cause I just heard about it. Um, and then you're like, oh yeah, we started talking. I listen to the podcast. You're like interviewing people that like help run it and stuff. And I was like, oh, of course he's heard. And I was like, have you heard of this guy? You're like, yeah, yeah. And then you start like, like hearing what, like what your world is. It's like, oh yeah, this is your world. And I'm just like, have you, have you heard of ultra running? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I do. Oh, but before we um, um, go our separate ways here, I do want to ask. I already know the answer, but for the sake of the listeners, where you got your trail name from? Yeah, well, so I um, before in Colorado, they, they called me dad, which is like a weird uh, way to introduce yourself. So I kind of came into this this trail fresh. Uh, and after there, there was like one name that, that didn't really stick. Um, and so show pony kind of came out because that was what my partner would, uh, back home would kind of call me. Cause I was just this like show off he, the bartender doing all the, you know, mixology stuff and all that things. And it just kind of fit. And, uh, and so it just, that, that part just kind of, kind of stuck. So it was like uh, half, like was halfway named halfway chose. Um, so I kind of, I like halfway cheated on it, but, uh, it just felt, it felt right. Cause I was, someone named me bourbon and I was like, I don't want to talk about whiskey. It's my job. Like, and if you want to pay me, we can talk, but like, you know, I am also not from Kentucky. So it, the show pony just kind of worked out. I actually just got, uh, a pony tattoo. I don't know if you could see that yeah, I can my see little it. pony with a, with a top hat. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it just, it just kind of fit and it, and it worked. And I think that those my favorite names are ones where you meet someone and then that name resonates either if it's like some part of them uh, or if it's, you just like, it reinforces that, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, one I, of the guys I, I hiked with was manners and he was just like, he could not. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. He couldn't not do that. And it was great. And it was like, just made sense. And he's just like one of the nicest people, you know? And it, and it was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, any um, final words of advice for someone sitting at home scared to death to <laughs> leave their front door on YouTube and, uh, just, yeah. uh, you know, any words for these people who want to go and do well, something? Well, I, I'd say I was on the fence and then in Christmas, I bought like the gut hooks, whatever it's called. Now uh, I bought that. The, it was like 50 bucks for the maps. So I just bought it. And then I was like, well, I can't waste that money on like an app. So that like really forced me. I feel like just doing something like kind of force, force yourself in and, and just create that realistic expectations. I mean, I, some people dropped out for money, um, you know, reasons. So I think making, just kind of making sure you have enough money and, and stuff like tied back home, I think make, can make it a lot easier, but just doing it, you know, you can outside of like making sure your gear and, and you know, it's like your shoes, like things that aren't going to like hurt you and make your life horrible. Like, you can just go out and start, you know, start as slow or as fast as you want. It's yeah. a very, I think it's a very accessible trail because we talked about this, that you don't, you don't need a lot of like grit on the AT. You can get margaritas like every like three days, right? You could, you could stay, if you had the cash, you could stay in a hotel like every other day, but you do need perseverance and um, other, I think other trails, like you do really need that grit, that, um, that piece, but uh, you can, you can get off, you can take a break. And when you get back on and your friends are gone, then you just make more friends. Cause it's like a constant line of hikers that you just are soon to be friends. So 
it's not as scary. I feel like as people think it is, it's just, it's daunting, but you know, just do it. And then once you're there, it's just there and then you'll miss it when it's done, you know? So I feel like we talked about like, uh, the, the failure rate, I think, but I mean, I, I met so few people that dropped out, you know, and maybe it was just the people I met, but, uh, I don't know. I just, I think that it's, it's somewhat overblown and, um, unless sustaining an injury or something like you can, you know, like push to it, or you can like leave and be done and be okay with that too. You know, it's all, it's all made up. It's just a made up line. We're like, I fit like I threw high. It's like, well, cool. Like other people didn't, and they still had fun. it's like, you know, it it doesn't, nothing matters. (laughs) Well, Show pretty man. I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on the show. And yeah. uh, And yeah, like, uh, have a have a great time in austin and um yeah i'll hopefully catch up with you on one of the trails in america when i come back and visit or i'll just come and visit anyway i'd love that man it's really nice to nice to see you and hear your voice too man so thank you once again everybody i really appreciate you tuning into my podcast it means a lot to me um i really enjoy speaking to people and hearing their stories and i hope you enjoy listening to them too so again please help out with patreon that'd be much appreciated Uh, again anyone interested in online run coaching go and check out my website www.christianultra.com that's christian spelled k-r-i-s-t-i-a-n and as i said in a previous podcast everything's christian ultra so pretty excited about next week i got a um, hiker on called huck finn and uh, he's pretty laid back mellow chilled out kind of dude so look forward to that in the meantime whatever you do enjoy it and uh, put everything you've got into it many thanks